With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, welcome to Show Swap, a TV line podcast. I'm Kim Roots, executive editor of TV line. And I'm Andy Swift, senior digital editor of TV line. So we thought it would be fun because there's so much TV right now and we can't even keep up with a lot of it uh, to each watch an episode of a show that the other covers, but which we have zero knowledge about. Zero. And maybe not interest in, maybe interest in. We'll find out. We'll find out. So yeah, for this first episode, we thought it'd be really fun if we took Teen Wolf, which is a show that I know like the back of my hand, and Outlander, which is a show that Kim knows inside out, and uh, have each other check out an episode and see what we think. So I watched the series finale of Teen Wolf, season six, episode 20, The Wolves of War. Quite an episode to uh, jump in on. And Andy watched uh, season three, episode three of Outlander, All Debts Paid. So we'll talk about Outlander first yep. for about 15 minutes. We'll talk about Teen Wolf after, mm-hmm. and then we'll decide whether or not we would want to come back to these shows. Sounds good. Although, and it, I'm screwed if I want to come back to Teen Wolf, because <laughs> that's done. You've got quite a back catalog. Um, <laughs> it should also go without saying that, you know, since we're talking about these episodes, uh, spoiler heavy, in case you have not seen oh, yeah. either of these yet, um, turn off now. Good point. Good point. All right. So. All right. I'm starting the clock. Outlander. There now, is an official timer, just in case anyone's wondering. It has begun. All right, now, Outlander is... I'm trying to think of how much I really knew about it. I knew that it was, you know, Claire and Jamie. I knew that it was, like, a woman from a different time who, like, went back in time to Scotland, and they fell in love, and that's pretty much all I knew. So I'm jumping in season three, episode three. Um, first of all, it should be noted that I thought that it's... So it, the present-day, quote-unquote, scenes took place in 1958 i thought it was 1858 <laughs> I, I like misread the 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 screen at one point so i'm like wow like this is a modern situation for like the 1800s so it didn't really take you until the only reason i'm asking this is because when you were watching the screener you had you gasped at like the car accident and i think the gasp was <laughs> well we're getting a little ahead of ourselves oh, I'm but, so, the, oh, I'm so but the, the there is a car accident and i was wondering i was like the 18 i was like did they even have cars and how fast did they move in the 1800s <laughs> so i'm glad i'm glad that we got that cleared up um i this was a show that i thought i was going to sort of be able to grasp all of uh, with the little knowledge that i had it was surprisingly complicated not to mention accents like a plenty and like <laughs> i like i'm used to you know i'm used to game of thrones i'm used to down Abbey. like i watch shows you know that that's not all you know american accents but the Scottish is... Is it ever hard for you to, like, understand what they're saying? So, not terribly because I read the books, but I think that if you come in cold, yeah, it's there's some, like, legit Scottish <laughs> accents going on. I also sound like such an uncultured swine. I'm like, oh, these foreign accents, I can't understand these, these pictures. <laughs> um, but I do... All right, I want to go in order. So... Is this <laughs> the theme song? Is the first thing I want to talk about mm. about Outlander. Mm-hmm. Um, it's lovely, but I feel like it's missing. Is it? <laughs> I wanted like drums. I don't know. It just it. I I don't. I didn't. It wasn't what I was expecting. Like I want. I thought it was going to be like a Game of Thrones, like a big 
sort of booming number, and it was really just sort of like a nice Scottish well, ditty. it builds. But yes, I understand what you mean. Like, I feel like it is lovely, yeah. but sometimes uh, it, it could be a little bit more, more dramatic. I get that. Mine says lovely, but not exciting. I'm also wondering, <laughs> what is the significance of the deer? I feel like there were a lot of deer shots in the opening credits. So the now the Outlander fans are going to be like, I know, I know. It's There's a stag brooch okay. that Jamie wears on his kilt and various members of his clan wear on their kilt. Mm. And I believe that... <laughs> Keep talking about kilts. <laughs> well, there's plenty of hubba hubba later in the episode <laughs> that we can get to. But. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> my notes, by the way, are insane. I just wrote, like, a cat in every prison cell! Exclamation point. <laughs> um, and just... It was, I mean, does Jamie spend a lot of time behind bars or, like, in captivity in this show? Yeah. He seemed used to it. Jamie has a pretty rough go, especially in the years that Claire is gone. So you're not wrong when he, he seems resigned to yeah. things. Yeah, and so this is the beginning of season three. How long have they not been together? Uh, by this point, it's been, I want to say, nine years. But how many episodes? Oh, uh, Three. So just for the season? Because yeah. I feel like that's a long time to keep, like, your main couple apart. Dude. Like, people tune... Uh, from what I understand, like, people tune into this show for, like, the chemistry between the two of them. Mm-hmm. And so to keep them apart is kind of baffling. I, I found it puzzling that Claire's husband of sorts... Mm-hmm. Um, no, husband, yeah. Hus- uh, officially her husband. His name is Frank, mm-hmm. I want to say. Mm-hmm. Um, Frank, Frank had, like, legitimately had, like, a woman on the side. Mm-hmm. And I guess they had, like, a little arrangement going on. But she didn't. Like, she was never physically unfaithful to him. She just had, like, memories of this guy. Does he... Does Frank know everything that happened to her in, like, the past? Yeah. So she told Frank everything when she came back. And it's always unclear, even in the books, how much he actually believes her. Mm. But, obviously, I mean, there was a kid. And so she did sleep with someone else. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, he knows it, um, and he even mentioned something like, you know, could you have forgotten about him? Oh, so they were together before she went in the past. Is that so correct? yeah, very quickly, Frank and Claire got married right after World War II. Okay. Um, they went to Scotland on like a delayed honeymoon. Or maybe they got married during World War II. Sorry, and then they went to Scotland after the war. She tripped into the stones and fell through time. And then thought... As one does. As one does. And then through a confluence of events, became married to Jamie. Okay. And... Already the show is, like, so much more complicated (laughs) than I thought it was going to be. And then kind of fell in love with Jamie and had lots of sex with Jamie. Yeah. And then um, when there was a big fight that was going to... A big battle that was going to happen that they knew was going to be very bad, um, and they knew that she was pregnant, he sent her back to her own time for her own safety. Right. Let's talk about let's talk about sex with Jamie because that's that's I mean, happy to. I have been led to believe again that the show is just like all sex all the time. There was not any sex in this episode, but there was also so Jamie. I feel like has this sort of weird chemistry with everyone, like every single character that he encounters. It seems like everybody like wants in on that kilt, and <laughs> like I don't think he'd be like I I don't think he he would oblige everyone, but like. So the the governor, this this guy, um, John Gray, who, John Gray, who he, I guess he had he met as a teenager, mm-hmm. and now is like the the leader of this of this prison. Mm-hmm. Um, like they're sitting down, and he's like, "Oh, I'm sorry about your wife," and then he like puts his hand on Jamie's hand, mm-hmm. and then I'm like, "Okay," and then he starts like doing the finger, like the where you 
like rub the hand with one finger. Um, Somehow you just made that sound dirtier than it is. <laughs> it wasn't. I mean, it was actually for me, for somebody who doesn't know the show and doesn't really know the relationship between all these characters. Mm-hmm. Like it was almost like a sweet moment. Yeah. Um, I mean, I I don't think you're wrong. I did, think did it, he want in on that? Like, did he? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think so. It's funny that you zeroed in on Jamie's like. It's not pansexuality. It's just every everyone wants to kind of. He's just that like sexual that like everybody wants. I mean, I I think in the in the books he's written as like the perfect man, and mm. that is, if if you're looking at the book as literature, which most people don't, <laughs> <laughs> that's a criticism that he's too perfect. Like even right. even though he makes mistakes and all that, he he generally is this this man that everyone wants to be with. And yeah, you're right. I mean, you the John Gray overture mm. is kind of the start of a relationship that turns into a long friendship mm-hmm. for for him and Gray in the books but it's it's a little it's a little complicated but they agree to forget that time that he like tried to hit on him yeah, in prison yeah pretty much <laughs> correct me if i'm wrong Jamie did have one unwilling experience with yeah, him yeah which is i think why he reacted so strongly okay. especially to Gray although i mean so think about 18th century man getting hit on by another man i i I mean, he says, I'm not going to, you know, I'll kill you if you touch me again. Yeah. But he doesn't actually do anything to him. No, Jamie is, I feel like Jamie is kind of very progressive. Like, he would have, like, he would have, like, gay friends. (laughs) But but also very, like, but then he would, like, go watch football. Like, he'd hang out with them, but then he'd, like, go, like, do something very masculine. Jamie's an ally. He is, yeah. Yeah. I thought you were about to say he's an outlander, and then I was going to be like, oh, like, it all makes sense. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so... The language I thought was surprising. They dropped more f. I didn't know that there were there's some there's some swearing going on on the show. Yeah, there's a lot of swearing on that show. Um, as well as so I that whole the whole scene where, um, uh, Claire and Frank are like arguing about. Oh, they're talking about the divorce. First of all, I didn't realize that another like I didn't realize that there were multiple time jumps within this one episode. Oh, so that it started when Brianna was younger. When she was like a little then, girl. Yeah, mm-hmm. Because they're talking about, like, oh, you're taking her to England, and then it's like, oh, she's... And then he's like, she's 18, and I'm like, when did she turn 18? <laughs> um, so that, that makes that makes sense. Is that a lot? Like, time? there's a lot of, like, time jumping per episode? The bo- In this book, Voyager, that the, the season is based on, they, they spend a long... They spend 20 years apart. Yeah. And so um, I feel like the show, in the effort of getting them back together as soon as possible, is doing uh, a lot of compression of time. So yeah, I feel like it's not as jarring when you read the book. I do think that there was a lot of jumping in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, the adult Brianna, though, we've yes. already met. We met her in the se- uh, season finale of the second season. Uh-huh. So it's almost like... when did Where did we meet her? Um, we met her in Scotland with Claire at the age that she is right at the time of Frank's death. Okay. Um, they go there for a funeral, and that kind of brings us back into the story in real time. And Was that... it Frank's funeral? No. Well, he's going to have a funeral. Uh... I was really surprised that they killed him off. Yeah. I, it's, again, it's hard because I knew it was coming, but what I... What I do think is interesting is they made Frank a really sympathetic character. Mm-hmm. Like, Claire does not come off well in that episode. I'm going to go ahead and say neither one of them come off well. Mm-hmm. Because I, I understand... Now I understand, because they were together before she went away. Mm-hmm. So now I understand, like, yeah, she has a child. So, like, she even says to him one time, she's like, you can't prove I was unfaithful. And it's like, uh, I mean, there's, like, living... There's an 18-year-old walking proof that you were, like, unfaithful at some point. Um... 
but like I will say that the TV a lot of commenters on the recap and the postmortem were team Frank all the way so you are not alone in your thoughts I'm gonna say he's like kind of a jerk but also has uh, maybe understandably so like he's gotten Mm -hmm. he's he's putting up with a lot like he's willing to go with this charade of like (laughs) Pretending that, that, that she's his daughter, and I feel like he's definitely sacrificing um, himself a little bit. Is Claire a witch? Claire, between knowing a bit about medicine, because mm-hmm. she was a nurse before and she's a doctor oh, now, okay. and having knowing what happened in the past, because mm-hmm. Frank's a historian, so she knew a lot about Scottish so history. So she seemed like a psychic yeah. healer. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So that's why the whole white witch thing. That makes sense. Now, white, are they talking about like her skin? No, I think they're talking about like as opposed to like a like a dark. Witch. Oh, like good, like a, Goody, like a good, good magic. Good magic good. Use your charm, your charm background. My charm. <laughs> they were all good witches. Um, yeah, I mean, I like I said, I feel like the show was more complicated than I thought it was going to be. Has it always been this jumpy? I feel like not in terms of time. I feel like it's a show you have to pay attention to, and I, I don't mean that as like. I mean, there's plenty of shows that we all know you don't have to watch every frame up to get. But I feel like this one, you generally do have to pay attention, yeah. especially when, when they're covering so much ground. I mean, such. clearly, if you don't pay attention, you might think that a scene takes place in the 1800s <laughs> when it's really in 1958. So I, so one thing you wouldn't pick up on, um, because you don't watch, is that Murtaugh was a, revealed as alive in this episode. So Jamie's, Jamie's relative, who's holding the piece of plaid. The in bearded the, guy? Yeah, okay. the bearded guy, is a character who is beloved by the fans. Oh. He's Jamie's godfather. And in the book, he dies in the battle that happened nine years ago. Mm-hmm. But um, in when he was revealed as alive in this, we were all very excited. So, as you should be. It's funny. I just have down here like in all caps these time jumps. Um, <laughs> it's because it's crazy. Because it's like with some with like let's say like an American horror story or something. There's like present day. Mm-hmm. So at least you know that when you come back to present day, it's like 2017. Yeah. But now it's jumping from a time that we're not in to another time that we're not in. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a lot. But it's... I enjoyed it. Oh, you know, it's really funny. So the part where Claire... Um, where the, the woman shows up to... The woman that, that Frank is with shows up to their house. Mm-hmm. And she calls her a harlot. And he's like, don't talk to her. like <laughs> Don't talk about her like that. Like, she's done nothing wrong. This is so random, but it reminded me of Laura Benanti Mm -hmm. tweeted one time. She was like, I just saw somebody kick a rat on the subway. And I'm like, how dare you? He could be a chef in Paris. (laughs) And for some reason... I know that that exact tweet you were talking about. That's how how much time we spend on the internet. Um, But I, for some reason, that tweet came to mind. um, Just because it's like, like, don't call her that. She has a PhD. Like, you don't know. (laughs) Um, just really, yeah, just really, really complicated stuff. How much supernatural, because they're talking about, like, cursed gold, like, is it, like, is there actual supernatural stuff, or is it more like, it's just a long time ago, so they, like, think it's, like, mystical? It's more like it's a long time ago, and they think it's mystical. But there are magical rocks that transport you back in time. There indeed are magical rocks that transport you back in time. And so Jamie kind of walks the, like, he's educated, where a lot of the characters are not. Mm -hmm. So he kind of walks the line between kind of believing in these things, but knowing that they're probably just used, like, stories used to, uh, to, um, explain away things that happen. Makes sense to me. Now that was our little timer, which Mm. means we have run out of time on Outlander, and we are going to switch gears and talk about the episode of Teen Wolf that Kim watched. Um, I cannot wait to hear 
what you thought of the series finale okay. of Teen Wolf. So I should I should preface this with with when we started working together years ago, mm-hmm. you were talking about Teen Wolf. Yes. And I tried to watch an episode then. Mm-hmm. I want to say it was like first or second season. Yeah. And what did I say to you when I came in the next day? Everybody looks the same. Every male <laughs> on that show looks the same. They're all brunette. They're all of similar build. Um, they... Like muscular, but like slim. Yeah. They're, I mean, rather attractive. I'm not complaining oh, yeah. that about what I'm looking at. But I found it very hard to tell the people apart, which is something that I feel like my mom said about, like, I don't know, Buffy or something when I used to watch it. Yeah. And so it made me feel like a grandma. And because of that, <laughs> I never tuned in again. So um, I hoped that maybe... In the interim, I would have been... No, I could not pick out anyone. They have have only continued in that, and they brought characters back. So you had new characters that all look the same and old characters. Right. So so I'm super into mythology shows. I love X-Files, Grimm, Buffy, Mm. Angel. So, like, like supernatural stuff does not freak me out or turn me off. Right. Um, I... So you guys need to know that before we go in. But was there bad green screen in the beginning, or was it just... There sure was. So uh, a lot of times that'll happen on that show where, like, uh, a lot of times sometimes when they're out at night and there's, like, the moon or something, a lot of, a lot of the night the night uh, scenes have some bad green screen work, yeah. Okay. Um, and then their eye, their pupils lit up. Yes. Is that how they know who's a wolf and who's not? Well, the different colored eyes mean different things. Like, the red eye means you're, like, the alpha wolf and, like, you, like, can sort of, like, dominate others. Okay. Um, and then there's, like, blue eyes. I think the... Um, Yellow eyes, mm-hmm. purple eyes were introduced this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but yeah, that, it's sort of the, the hierarchy of the wolves. Okay, and Scott is the alpha? Scott is the alpha. Okay, yes. I'm very excited that I knew that. Um, <laughs> and then it took me a while to figure out that that kid that was getting chased in the beginning is nobody. And no, we've never we, met we've him never before. Met him before <laughs> okay. no. Alec is irrelevant. Okay. Um, and then the guy with the beer, J.R. Bourne, is yes. that his name? He was a bad guy in Revenge. That's really the... (laughs) He was. So on this show, he was introduced as Scott's girlfriend's father in the first season. Okay. Then his girlfriend died, and then they became, like, allies. Okay. And he hooked up with whose mom at the end? Scott's mom. So Scott... Yeah, so Scott dated his daughter, and now he's dating Scott's mom. All right, so... Okay. (laughs) I just... I forgot that before you even finished explaining it. (laughs) So this is one of my notes verbatim. So wait, these wolves don't get hairy and leave their clothes? Seems like a wasted opportunity. <laughs> there is a... The, the show sort of plays fast and loose with, like, transformations. Like, sometimes they are full wolves. Mm-hmm. like they Or they have been full wolves. Um, and sometimes they're just sort of, like, scrunchy face, hairy ears. <laughs> um, but always the teeth, right? Always the teeth. Okay. Always the teeth. Okay. Um, there was a really satisfying man hug between... Uh, Hecklin, is that, is that Tyler Hecklin? Yeah. Tyler Hecklin and Tyler Posey. Dylan yes. Posey. Scott. Scott. Scott and there are too many actors on the show that have the same name. Two Dylans, two Tylers. Okay. Yeah. So Hecklin and Posey play Derek, Derek and, and Scott. Scott. Yeah. Okay. I liked their hug. I felt yes. like that was like a moment that was had meaning. Well, the showrunner, the showrunner would be very happy to hear that because he said that that was one of the reunions. They haven't seen each other in years, so mm-hmm. that was one of the reunions that he wanted to get right. Okay. And so the Dylan O'Brien character as well. He's been gone Styles? for a bit. Yeah. Okay, he's been gone for a bit, too. Yeah, he's training with the FBI. Oh, yeah, we're going to get to that in a second. <laughs> um, and then I was very excited to see um, uh, a Battlestar Galactica alum, Gerard. Was he the bad oh, guy? Oh, yeah, 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 the old guy. Yeah. yeah. That's J.R. Bourne's father on the show. 
Oh, that I did not get that <laughs> at all. I just so basically, I need you to explain to me in like ten words. Yes. Like the whole the big bad. Like so was what, there are hunters. Yes. And there's the the red guy with no mouth and the eyes and. He could that, appear as different things, and yes. then there's the Battlestar Galactica baddie. That's little. You you actually have it pretty well. So Gerard, the old guy, he was teaming up with his protege was the uh, her name was Monroe. Okay. Uh, the uh, the black woman with the yes, yeah. who got like left at the end. Yes. Like, okay. Um, and they together were sort of building this huge like army of hunters to take down the supernaturals, and they were sort of working with the purple-eyed guy who could turn people to stone. Okay. So it's like it's like two baddies teaming up. Like the hunters and this guy teaming up to stop the wolves. What does the word Argent mean? That's their last name. That's Gerard's oh. last name. Okay. I thought that was like another classification of like no. creepy crime. Everything does sound like it should be something, but it's not. Um, there aren't enough women on this show, I don't think. Well, I was going to say, when you couldn't tell the guys apart, I was going to be like, well, you definitely didn't have the same problem with the women no, there because was, there's only three of them. There was a red-headed woman. Yep. She's a banshee. Lydia. Lydia. Mm -hmm. There was the other non-red-headed woman who had like a leather coat on, jacket on for a lot of the time. Oh, yeah. What's her name? Malia. Malia, yes. Um, and then there were a couple women on like the bad side. Yeah. Okay. Um, the, I did love, because when, when Styles was talking about his like FBI operation, yeah. I was like, oh, give me a break. Like, <laughs> I, but then I love that they showed it from the other side, and yeah. I thought that was very well done. Like, yeah. It was very funny. And it seems, I mean, obviously Styles is the comedic relief in the yes. show. Okay. And he's the only human. He is, yes. He's the only fully, Scott's mom is also human. Okay. Um, as is J.R. Bourne. But yeah, most of them are have something, they're either like werewolves or Malia's a were-coyote. Wait, I don't even... I'm... I wish you guys could see her look. It's just, she was... So she, as a child, was turned into a coyote and, like, was a full, full-ass coyote for, like, seven years or something and Wait. only recently turned into a human again. I would just like to enter into the lexicon full-ass coyote. Full-ass coyote. Okay. Um, awesome. So, yeah, so people are people are various things. Okay. Um there is too much music in this show. That that was there's like not a moment that is not underscored by some like crazy song or something. Well, I will say welcome to MTV. Where, yeah, I know, yeah. I know. Again, I I told you I I feel very old watching this. I feel like I'm <laughs> shaking my fist at the TV a lot, um, and I, I felt the same way when there were two boys who disappeared, but before they disappeared, they said they loved each other and kissed each other. It was really cute, but the oh, yeah. scene was over like that, and yeah. I was like, wait, what? But who are? There was a, the, that would be um, Corey. He's the one who can make himself invisible. Okay. He is um, a chimera, which is like a mix of things. Okay. Um, and then Mason was his boyfriend, the black kid. He is human. Okay. Uh, so anything Mason yeah. touches turns invisible with him? Corey is Corey. The, yeah. Okay, and, yeah, sorry. Corey can like make other people invisible with him, yeah. Okay. Is there something called El Yucate? El Yucate. Um, oh, no, 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 the Anukate. Anukate! Is the okay. name of the purple-eyed guy. Okay, okay. He was, he did not make my list of the top villains. He was introduced, like, real late in the game. He, he real samey. Like, nothing really exciting about him. Well, I just thought, he's not that bright. Because when he was pretending to be, like, the loved ones of, yeah. like, Scott mm -hmm. and and who else, whoever Derek. else, Derek... Like, how often do your loved ones say, look at me, look at me, <laughs> open your eyes and look at me? They say the one thing that he knows the bad guy wants him to do. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, 
I, I can also see, like, it's really clear to me watching this why Dylan O'Brien is, like, one of the, Dylan O'Brien, yeah. right, is one of the breakout stars yeah. of this show. Like, his timing is amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, he's, I mean, he's just, every scene he was in, I felt like, granted, he gets the lines. Like, yeah. you have to have the writing to do it. But I just feel like every scene was more, was more because he right. was in it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I can definitely see that. And I, Did yeah. you, so the scene where they show him in the FBI and he's, like, he's with Derek, the, the big guy. Yeah. Would you have known that there was a whole, early on in the show, there was a whole sort of subsect of fans who shipped Steric, which is Styles and Derek, mm. and they, they really, there was a lot, or in the earlier days there was sort of like a, kind of a jokey, like, flirty energy between them, and a big chunk of the fans latched onto that, mm-hmm. and then when it was sort of said, like, no, like, what are you talking about, like, that's not a real thing, they got real mad. Really? So, yeah, so... I mean that, did you pick up on that at all? No. <laughs> but I have been a fan like that, that really wanted a couple together and got really mad when I was told that was not happening. Um, and I've also, I mean, so, what happens sometimes, right, are just actors have this really good chemistry. Yeah. And it's not anything that, like, the showrunner plans or anything or the no. writing plans, but it just happens. And um, I think the tricky thing on a show like this, too, is, like, it's such a gay-friendly show. Yeah. That you would think, like, well, why wouldn't these two male characters get together if these other male characters are? Yeah. Oh, wait. So speaking of two other male characters that are together. Yes. Jackson. Jackson and Ethan. Ethan. Mm -hmm. Jackson has a tail? Jackson has a tail. So he he is part werewolf, part canima, which is like a lizard creature. (laughs) I know. It's... He's also been gone for, like, four seasons. Like, he just came back at the end. Okay. Um, And, yeah, he indeed has a tail. Uh, I'm going to go out and say, poorly CGI'd tail. I I have, in all caps, wait, he has a tail? Question mark. <laughs> a bad, comma, CGI tail? Question mark. CGI tail. Yeah. I did think it was funny, though, with the keys. Like, when yeah. he, like, had the keys. I think it was played for sort of mm, funnier. Like, they knew what they had. Well, and then they even, they're like, ew, you have a tail. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. But Lydia, the redhead, yes. used to date him, which is why she was so surprised oh! to find out that he's gay. Yeah. Okay, but she was like, oh, well, you finally figured it out. Yeah. Like, okay, that that made no sense to me, but I figured there was something going on. Um, the When Scott got shot, the the whole, like, he got shot with this thing that's supposed to kill him, the yes. yellow wolf yes. Spain, right? And then I feel like that was resolved like that. Like, they yep. just kind of, like, burned it out of him and, like, mm-hmm. there you go, like, on to the next scene. Yep. I, I, I would have liked a little, like, a little more... I mean, I get it. They had a lot to fit in this, this yeah. hour, right? The stakes were confusing at times. That is a really good way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and there, like, the kit... There's so many... I literally... Guys, I have, like, five pages of, of notes here. Um, oh, the the whole thing with the prison and Sheriff Stalinsky. Oh, yeah. And, and then the people at the hospital... And the kid that that I was dying, and then I thought he wasn't dying, but then he did really die. <laughs> Your complaints, I think, are are on par with a lot of fans who were like, "This series finale was just like a lot of fighting." That like it was just like a lot of action, which is cool, but like they probably could have focused more on like the relationships and the yeah. slower moments. Well, also, where were like there was no one in the hospital, right? Obviously, the school—it's not a school day, like. But yeah. no one was in the school except for the coach. <laughs> no, like janitors. Yeah, or you like. know, I just—I'm like, what? So, do the this leads to my bigger question? Do the people in town mm-hmm. know what's going on? At the end, they it kind of at, they kind of made it seem like now they know a little bit more. They sort of they did this very sort of like Trumpian us versus them storyline this season where 
like people really started to find out about the supernaturals and turned against them. And so I think that's why you weren't seeing a lot of people in like the hospital, in the school, because like pretty much everybody in town had been like armed to like fight these these supernaturals. Okay. Okay. I know we're running out of time here, but so I just do want to bring up how the thing with no mouth had, had Derek like rub his hand on its boob before it like <laughs> unveiled himself itself. Um, and then that maybe they should have had a safe word like to like for everyone to be like, no, it's really me. Yeah, not like the, it's, yeah. Not the Anukatech? The Anukatech. Okay. Um, Which was never explicitly said on the show. I had to Google it the first time they, they like, revealed it. Yeah. I had to Google, like, ancient, like, Native American mythology. <laughs> there was a lot of Googling going on. Um, and then the the very end is, you said, you you reported yesterday that yeah. it is not actually, like, a reboot. Right. Despite, like, the open-endedness that, like, seems to be leading into this reboot that they've talked about. Um, yeah, according to Jeff Davis, that is not... It wasn't... It wasn't... That's that's not really what they were going for. Okay. They He just wanted sort of like a... The fight continues kind of feel. Okay. Well, that's very much what I got from it. So... Well, that's good. I... I just... I'm very excited that I could pick out at least Derek and Scott. <laughs> the fact that you even, like, knew some of the actors' names is impressive. Because I, I only feel... had, like, five people to keep track of on Outlander, and I was like, wait, who is he again? No, well, I feel like I, that's more... Uh, you have moderated so many of those panels that I feel like I know them more from, like, like that yeah. than I do from the show. But, yeah, so so maybe I'm, maybe I'm not a grandmother yet. Maybe I'm, like... Only like a cool older aunt who Just can like, month, yeah. chat with you about your MTV shows. Anyway. <laughs> um, all right. So we have, I think we have fully um, analyzed both of each other's biggest shows right now. All right. So I'm going to give you an exit interview yes. about Outlander and then you're going to do it to me about Teen Wolf. All right. Good. So was the show what you expected? It was not. It was in some ways. I mean, it was kilts and it was accents, um, but it was way darker than I expected. That's fair yeah um did you have a favorite part or favorite thing that you saw um on see like i i wish i had seen claire and jamie together so i could sort of get on this like chemistry that i keep hearing about mm-hmm. um but i enjoy well i mean if i'm being honest this the, i enjoyed the scene where the guy tries to like romance jamie just because i like perked perked my ears up um <laughs> but no i mean i, I thought uh is it katriona katrina katrina I, I'm very like. Well, it's spelled. That's how yeah. it's spelled. You're Katrina right. Balfe. Yeah. Um, I thought she was really good. Yeah. Good actress. I think both. It's interesting to me this season seeing them apart so much. You mm-hmm. really are getting a feel for what they can do without each other because yeah. they're really good together too. Um, would you watch it again? I might watch like scenes, like selected scenes. If you're like, oh, you have to see this, and then I'd be like, well, I know that character. Um, but I'm probably not gonna invest in it. Alright. I don't know. Was I, I feel bad. Why do you feel Did bad? Did you want me to say yes? No. <laughs> I, <laughs> I loved just it. Want, I just want you to be yourself. I think it's one of those things where I'm going to look at it as like, I know it's a good show. It's just one that's like, not one that I watch. I think I could probably say the same about Teen Wolf. Could you? I, I, I could see myself. So here's the thing. Like, let's say I started watching from the beginning. Mm-hmm. If I hooked into a couple... Like, from the beginning, I think I could probably get romanced by that. Ironically, I would say no, because every couple on this show has crashed and burned so hard. Because 
at all, pretty much at one point or another, all of the actors, save for like three, have been like, hey, can I leave? <laughs> and then he's like written them out of the show. So that includes like, Scott's gone through like four girlfriends, like, so it's like, the people you saw were just like, who's left? <laughs> so wait, who, who kissed Malia? That was like a big thing they previewed, right, a few weeks ago. Scott and Malia kissed. Scott and Malia. Malia is Styles' ex-girlfriend. Okay. And Malia kissed... No, I'm sorry. So Scott and Malia kissed in this episode. Yeah. Is that the big kiss that they, like, had been, like, they, like, sent sneak peeks out about? They did that a couple... This wasn't their first kiss. Oh, okay. Which is also why... I didn't understand why it was also so dramatic, but, um, you know, it is what it is. Would you kiss someone who had their eyes clawed out? No, I... uh, I mean, like, would I... Yes. In this... (laughs) If I was in this situation and, like, a banshee was, like, kiss this bleeding werewolf, I'd probably say yes. Um, but no, no, it's not really, not really my thing. Um, now I'd like to give you the, uh, the little exit interview. Mm. Um, was Teen Wolf what you expected? It was pretty much exactly what I expected. That's fair. No, I, with the caveat that I didn't expect to be able to follow it as much as I did. Oh, wow. And it's funny, I had the reverse. I thought I would be able to follow it much better than I did. I feel like I'm always hyping Teen Wolf up to you as, like, the most complicated show yeah, maybe it's that. Maybe it was just expectations. But... Oh, oversold. <laughs> um, did you have a favorite part? Um, I I liked the man hug. I'm not going to lie. Like, that was... I, I feel like when you have two actors that convey that kind of relationship to someone who has not seen the show... Like, I got that that was a big deal. Yeah. And, um, and a little hot, if we're being 100% oh, honest. Yeah. So um, I think that was great. And like I said, the telling Styles story, the FBI raid from yeah. both. And he's like, they shot my toe. Yeah, Hilarious. Yeah, yeah. So those are my two favorite parts. That's really good. And yeah. you already said that you could potentially see yourself watching again. I could potentially see myself watching this. You know what? Then I'd like to change my answer. I could potentially see myself watching Outlander someday. I feel like maybe we won't do a podcast about it, but I feel like maybe we should update like once Jamie and Claire are back together. I would like to see some of that chemistry. Me too. Coming. <laughs> Can't wait. All right. So if you guys have suggestions for shows that you think um, us or other TV line editors should swap, please hit us up at Twitter. I'm at Kim Roots. And I'm at Andy Swift. Thanks, guys. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.